On the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline, Errol McLaren, and just an all-around great guy. And he was with us a year ago. We talked about a variety of things. We'll do so again today because it's also in front of what is going to be a race to recovery gala coming up tomorrow, I believe, at the Indiana Roof Ballroom here in downtown Indy. Sam Smith joins us now. Hello, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic to have you back on in Indy. How's the uh, season gone to date for uh, you and your colleagues in your estimation? You know, I I think we you know, I'd give us uh I'd give us an A minus just because uh should have won St. Pete and should have won Texas if it doesn't end in yellow. So uh yeah. that would get us to a, few, a a solid A plus, but you know, I think considering uh we added 25 people and started the third car for Rossi and uh, that all, all three cars have made the fast 12 in every race. Um, you know, I'm excited. I mean, Rossi uh, has won this race. He's won the 500. Uh, God, and adding Canon for the 500 is huge. Uh, if you think about it, the drivers we have this year at the 500 finished second, third, fourth, and fifth last year. So we are extremely excited to get this thing going and get this month of May going. So. <laughs> It yeah. is Sam Smith with us. I, I did want you to comment on this, too. It, it, on paper, as you mentioned, it looks like that uh, nobody has a better stable of drivers going into the month of May than you guys. Is that the feeling? I think, uh, you know, obviously Penske, uh, with their deepness, depth, and experience in the three cars, um, Andretti's made a good run this year. They've improved a lot. And certainly Ganassi. I mean, now, you know, you mu- somebody might have said last year that uh, – the weak link there was Erickson, right? And that would have bit him in the butt. So um, the Ganassi cars, as we feel, are, are probably the best of the best when it comes to Hondas. We feel like you're, we're right there, if not best of the best with the Chevys. And, um, you know, there's so many things that can go wrong that day. And so it's all about minimizing your uh, uh, minimizing your mistakes and execution. And the ones that execute will be there at the end. Hey, what's the point um, in the month of May? How, how do you break down your feeling on how much momentum your team has can there's is there a way you play off of it with the gmr grand prix for example or is it about the way that you practice then the way that you qualify where, where, where do you figure out or how do you figure out exactly the type of momentum you have going into the race itself well um i think we've got great momentum we knew we could have won those first two races and even with uh with rossi and uh, and and felix we've had Excellent race cars, fast, and, you know, just didn't execute, like I said. So hopefully those kind of gremlins, those kind of mistakes are out of our system. But, you know, Indy's a, Indy's a pretty, uh, what's the word, um, difficult place to do business. You know, all the shops are here. Uh, you want to try and create a sense of loyalty. You want to create a team effort, which we thought, honestly, I might be tough with, uh, you know, Rick and I are still part of the team, but, uh, but McLaren has come in and, and done and made a lot of changes out a lot of people. And, you know, we were seriously concerned about losing some people. And then, you know, I think out of a hundred people, we lost two, you know, so that's, that's not bad attrition. So we've got all the same people. I got a handful of people that have been here since uh, early two thousands. I got another half dozen that have been here since I started the IndyCar team in 2011. So I'm really just excited. Um, this is the best opportunity. I mean, you, you always come to Indy hoping you have an opportunity to win it. But let's face it, sometimes you need a, a lot of luck to do it. I think in the position we're in, we need a lot less luck, um, but we still need luck. So, uh, Canon's been a really good added bonus this year. 
Uh, I think he's going to stay on as a driver coach after the 500. And, uh, man, it's uh, it's just great. It's just great. Great energy, great vibe. I got to spend the whole day today uh, with the team, with the mechanics, with the engineers. And um, everybody thinks we, any of our cars can win. So, Sam Smith joins us. You, you look at Tony Kanaan. How much coaching uh, does he end up doing? Uh, with the other drivers, and really not even 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 past that, even with those you know team members, how much coaching advice giving uh, does he provide your team? You know, with Tony, I think it's as much um, attitude and work ethic and example as it is anything else. Um, here's a guy that's been here how many years and how, how many races and how many successful Indy 500s, always there at the end, always in top five. And so for young drivers like Pato and uh, Felix to an extent, that's just a great example to have around all year. I would not expect him to give 100% of his secrets up uh, before the green flag drops, but certainly we'll hopefully get the benefit of that afterwards. But, man, we got some good guys. I mean, Pato uh, came about 20 feet in turn one on the last lap away from winning that thing last year. And, uh, and Felix led laps. Every one of our guys has won or led laps here. So, um, yeah, Tony, you know, he's just such a – the fans love him, the sponsors love him, and uh, and that will hopefully rub off on the other drivers, you know, because um, you need to work as hard outside the car as you do inside the car. Hey, Sam, outside of not, – not so much Tony involved in this question, but of, of Felix – Alexander and and Pato, and obviously you know Rossi has has won the race before, but give me a top individual positive quality for each of those three drivers and what they bring to this team. Pato, just youthful ambition, no filter. Uh, what you see is what you get. Um, yes, yeah, I mean you know number one follower. Uh, of Instagram, uh, you know, in the in the in the IndyCar paddock, other than somebody who came from F1, um, Felix, uh, kind of a mix between maturity and speed. He's got great talent, got great speed, and um, you know, generally he's just somebody you can always count on to be up there. I mean, I I'm a little disappointed he hasn't you know won more races with us right now, but I think he's uh, he's getting used to his new engineer and that stuff, but. When he gets to Rossi, I mean, uh, I was really excited to bring him in because absolutely nobody, nobody's going to outwork Alexander Rossi in the paddock. Um, he's always in the shop. He's always in the gym. He's always trying to make himself better uh, with data, with video, with everything you think of, driver, coach, psychological, the whole deal. And uh, so I'm hoping, not that Pato doesn't work hard out of the car, but I'm hoping, uh, you know, some of that work ethic, some of that specificity, some of that attention to detail, you know, could rub off on Pato because I think then you got a, you got a guy that would be unstoppable, you know? Um, but all of them are working hard and, and this is by far, you know, what everybody wants to win this thing. So, um, we, uh, we're excited. So Sam Schmidt joins us from Errol McLaren and, uh, we'll get to, to what he's doing coming up tomorrow night as well. So I, I talked to Joseph Newgarden a little bit earlier and I asked him, you know, how it goes both good and bad in the critiquing that goes along with the drivers team driver meetings i want to ask you the same how does that go the the driver meetings take us into you know both the good and the bad the critiquing and the patting on the back that goes on in each driver meeting where you want these guys to learn from mistakes and grow from experiences and get better individually and as a team how does that go from meeting after meeting with you guys 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know about the other teams, but I think we've always had a very sort of open book, open open no you know no BS type of way of approaching this. I mean, um, when you do things right, it's right there in black and white. When you mess up um, on your own, it's right there in black and white. So, you know, these guys are veterans. There's no reason to dwell on it. It's really just okay. I don't like to go backwards, but what can we make sure to do that we don't make the mistake ever again? Whether it's in the pits, whether it's there's so many, you know, that's what people don't realize. Uh, the drivers get all the glory, but man, there are so many pieces of this puzzle behind the scenes that if so, if one person doesn't do their job right, uh, it can be catastrophic or it can hurt somebody, you know. So um, it's uh, we we don't just analyze the drivers and their uh, their their practice or qualifying the race, but we analyze uh, every step of this thing because, as you know, a football field is a second, so. Pit stops are critical. Equipment's are critical. You know, just on and on and on. You know, Sam, too, you mentioned a little bit earlier that now you have a mixture on this team behind the scenes, you know, mechanics and such, non-drivers, non-driving category. You have a mixture of, of old school and very new school. Is that perfect? Because when I look at your drivers right now, it sounds like that that, at least from, from those non-drivers, would be a perfect mixture. Do you feel like you guys might be there with that, that kind of perfect uh, supporting cast that you have for your drivers? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Tony tips the scale a little bit to uh, to the older side when he gets in the mix. But uh, but as far as everywhere through the organization, uh, starting with drivers, then mechanics and engineers, commercial department, we uh, we really have a spread of uh, people that have been here anywhere from 20 years to you know two two months. You know, so uh, uh, we ramped up quite a bit. Um, you know, uh, in personnel to start the third car for Rossi, and I like the fact that. We really didn't dig into the paddock to do that. I mean, there was a few selective people that came to us and said, hey, we like what you guys are doing. We like what the future for McLaren is. You know, do you have an available spot? And our response is typically, well, only if you're not happy where you're at. You know, I don't want to be playing that game. But but we also got, gosh, I think probably 60%, 70% of the people we hired were all uh, not involved in IndyCar prior to, uh, you know, prior to bringing them on. So a lot of fresh faces, a lot of newbies. But that's really, really well covered up with, uh, you know, our crew chiefs and our engineers that have been here, either been in the business 30, 40 years or, um, you know, just some oversight, make sure uh, those mistakes don't happen. But we got a lot of uh, a lot of youthful ambition, which is really exciting. Yeah. And and to me, I'm talking about the the 500 itself, not so much the GMR Grand Prix this weekend, Sam. But it seems like that you in, in this era of racing, it is important to have each to have both the the old schoolers that certainly know their way around know what can happen and how to handle it and the new schoolers that may you know take on and have different thoughts in mind that uh, you know maybe the old schoolers wouldn't have it seems like in this era of racing with the 500 in mind that that's a, a very important dynamic to have on your team Absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, it's really no different in that sense than a lot of other businesses you can sure. be involved in. But, uh, but uh, in this one, it's critical because we do have a large population of mechanics uh, that were mechanics when I was driving, you know, almost 30 years ago. So they're starting to age out. They get a little tired. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's not the NASCAR schedule of 34 races a year, but it is 17. You do test a lot. Uh, you do travel a lot. So it's uh, you got to pace yourself mentally, physically. We try to we try to get them out of Indy for events, 
as late as possible. We try and get them back as soon after events as we can uh, through the JET program, different things. Uh, everything we can to give them the best quality of life at home as we can. Um, but, you know, you're not you're not married to somebody in this business unless there's a lot of give and take with uh, with their schedules and uh, and everything else. So, uh, uh, it's yeah, I, I really like the mix that we have. Um, and I think we can grow from here and have a really great we should be we should be in that talk every weekend about winning the race, sitting on pole, and uh, winning the championship. We should be. It is uh, Sam Smith of Aero McLaren Racing. He's with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I want to get to uh, what's coming up tomorrow and uh, further down the road as well with you in a second. But I, I ask you this because you've been you know around IndyCar for such a long time, and you know an incredible history of that. Where is um? IndyCar, just in general terms right now, uh, where it is right now compared to where it has been, is it in a good place moving forward from from your estimation? I, I do think so. You know, um, God bless the Holman George family and everything they did to maintain the speedway and get it to where it was. Uh, but, you know, let's face it, if uh, Roger Penske doesn't buy this thing in January 2020 and have his Penske Entertainment Group and everybody there be able to navigate COVID for a couple of years and, and not have us all lose our businesses completely and keep our sponsors happy. And, you know, uh, yeah, God bless Roger Penske for that. And, and uh, I talked to Tony this morning, in fact, and, uh, you know, he's, he's happy with, uh, with the way things have come out, what's happening with the Speedway, all the improvements and, you know, and, and everybody is happy with the fast of the baton. There's the family's still around, the family's still involved, the family's still at the race, but, uh, but clearly the Penske group is, is the group that can invest and take this thing to the next level. We've never had more uh, number of cars consistently. We've never had um, the, the ratings and the TV and the NBC on, on Prime, the, uh, you know, the, the, the qualified drivers and teams. It has not been this competitive since probably the 90s, and even in the 90s, you'd argue that uh, that was a bit lopsided field and there was only a few people that could win. So, um, you know, uh, I, I hope people like the new 100 Days to Indy series, a little behind the scenes there. I hope, uh, you know, but that's all that's all supported by Roger Penske and Penske Entertainment. Uh, they, they tripled their staff on social media. They, uh, they're really, you know, targeting towards the younger generation. And uh, I think, you know, with the success of F1 and, for that matter, a lot of other series in the U.S., SRO, et cetera, uh, you know, we're here to stay. We've never been stronger. The drivers and the teams have never been stronger financially. So I'm very excited. We'll talk about as well with Sam Smith. You have a uh, your celebration, uh, the Race to Recovery Gala, going on, I believe that's tomorrow night at the Indiana Roof ballroom if you would share some thoughts on that and and obviously all that you've been involved with over the years and you know in in forwarding and utilizing technology and and things that you've had to deal with that you want to better for for everybody else a little bit about what you've been doing at this event and obviously moving forward with with a lot of, of those as well that are that are working to conquer paralysis with with this particular charity and this gala going on tomorrow night Sam well it's uh, it's a labor of love obviously I can't believe I've been paralyzed 23 years, but uh, when I got hurt, I had six months of inpatient rehabilitation. Uh, my home was converted. My family was ready for me, and I, I instantly went back to work when I went home. 
now you and everybody else, we you'd be lucky to get six weeks. Uh, they send you home completely unprepared for life. Doesn't matter your disability, brain injury, stroke, MS, you name it. And uh, what do you do? You know, uh, really, really, eighty-five percent divorce rate, um, uncalculated but large uh, suicide rate. Um, and it really didn't hit me until Robert Wickens got hurt in 2018, and we had to immediately deploy the information that we'd learned, you know, through this funding of this, of this foundation and this gala for the past 18 years. We had a willing candidate. I mean, I wouldn't have wished it on him, but uh, that is the great thing about IndyCar racing. Everybody wants to beat everybody up on Sunday to win, but when there's a catastrophe or something happens to somebody in the paddock, it doesn't matter who it is. We're going to open our arms. We're going to figure out how to fix this thing. And Robert, Robert was uh, a willing participant to uh, take on everything we've learned. They said he'd never walk it in, but because he was so diligent, so energetic, applied his his perseverance to from racing to that. He walked it with Keynes. About a year later, he uh, he got married. He has a kid, and now he's working for us full time and driving professionally in the Hyundai series. So. Uh, that is a perfect example of what we now want to do to the masses. Um, there's going to be some great, uh, uh, some great announcements coming up in the next couple of weeks. But the long and short of it is, we had so much success with our Driven Neuro Recovery Center in the last four years in Vegas. That was one of the critical reasons why, at least I personally sold a part of the team, was to focus on this 100%. It is my passion in my life until I cannot do it no more. Uh, we're going to open one in Phoenix in about 90 days. Um, we're going to be doing something here that's going to be very collaborative, very cool. Um, and then, you know, we're going to try and try and grow this and take it to the masses because uh, I can honestly say to everybody who's listening, like, if you have any size in your family, you are going to deal with this type of situation in your lifetime. You're going to, may not be spinal cord injury, but brain injury, MS, transverse myelitis, ALS, PLS, all of these disorders can be either cured and or better quality of life, and we can get you back to work using technology that is not available conventionally because insurance won't reimburse for it. So uh, we're very excited. Uh, again, just having driven out there, working out there myself, I had to go through a year's worth of rehabilitation to get upright and dance with my daughter at a wedding, but mm. it was well it was well worth the effort, you know, and... Uh, not everybody, you know, wants to put the time or the skin in the game, but if you want to put the game in the game and you want to come to our, one of our facilities, we're going to we're going to help you reach your goals. We have an unlimited amount of uh, uh, college scholarships for anybody that's disabled wants to go to college. We got great partnerships with uh, UNLV out there and IU Health here, and and so we're just we're just really excited. And I need to applaud everybody in Indiana for helping us to get, you know get to this point. We've invested over $17 million in 23 years on research and various forms of rehabilitation. And now, now we're putting it to work. And I think, you know, in the short amount of time, we're going to be putting it to work here. But also what's really cool about this event is it's completely hybrid. Uh, you can go online, you can register online. It's free to register. You can bid on all the auction items. And then uh, at eight o'clock tomorrow night on the internet, on your PC, on your TV, uh, you can watch the whole event live. Um, with a lot of stars, a lot of our success stories, and uh, you sit at home, drink, drink, drink a bottle of wine, and watch it. You know, so um, it's uh, we developed that process for the for the COVID shows and for raising money, 
and it was so successful, over 1,200 people watching nationally, that we had to continue it, even with a live event downtown. There is still tickets available downtown as well. Indiana Rooftop Ballroom, uh, 6 o'clock tomorrow night to 10 o'clock. We got, we got drivers. We got dignitaries. We got a party. Uh, I think starting about 9 o'clock, we're opening up casino night and a cool band. And so it's, uh, you know, come rock the night away. It's only 250 bucks all in. Or, uh, like I said, go online and uh, register yourself. We got 150 bid items, all something for everybody. So, And just know that that money will be spent in Indiana, 100%. So, uh, you know, again, you're, you're investing in the future uh, if you help us. So Sam Smith with us, Indiana Ballroom, or Indiana Roof Ballroom, I should say, coming up tomorrow night. What is the web address where people can, can sign up and, and bid and then sign up and watch this tomorrow night too, Sam? ConquerParalysisNow.org. ConquerParalysisNow.org. There'll be a couple of different things you can click on, whether you want to bid on the auction items, whether you want to watch live. All of that stuff's free. So, uh, yeah, should be straightforward. Or, you know, uh, you know, somebody get a hold of me, whatever. I don't know. You know, I, um, I got a busy day or else I give my cell phone number. But, uh, um, yeah, ConquerParalysisNow.org or send a note, send a note info at ConquerParalysisNow.org. But, but it's all all this technology now. I don't know how the hell to do it, but I know you can. I know on your cell phone you can bid, and on your computer you can bid, and on your TV and computer you watch the show. This is this is your vision coming to reality right here, isn't it? You mentioned what what's happening in Vegas, what's about to happen in Phoenix. Obviously, what's going to go down here, and and the Indiana Roof Ballroom Gala coming up tomorrow night. This is this is your your vision, and I, I'm, I was curious about this. Um, when I was listening to you, how often does this vision continue to evolve for you? Well, I mean, prior to selling part of the team, 75% of that was keeping that going with yeah. all the, all my energy towards raising money for that. But now it's flip flop. This is 75, the team's like 10 and I got some other things that are 10 or 15, but, uh, all that to say, uh, what I've seen in the last four years of driven working out there personally, and the change in people's lives that, frankly, don't have a pot to piss in. They're living below the poverty level. Those are the most energetic people that want to get back to work. They want to support their family. Uh, they want to pay taxes, uh, believe it or not. And uh, so I'm, you know, really doing this for that. I'm in the 1% of people that, you know, had a pathway, had good insurance, had good family. Uh, it's just not that way with any of these disabilities. So, yes, um, this is my path forward. As long as I'm alive, we'll be We'll be trying to put these up around the country and uh, and raise money for it. We everybody talks about you know stem cell research, stimulators, a lot of different ways to fix this problem, given this disorder. But what I found out the hard way is all roads lead to intensive rehabilitation. If you want a stem cell procedure, if you want a drug procedure, if you want a stimulator, you're going to have to come to me to do the work after you get it, and uh, that's what we're here for. The IU Health, uh, Ascension, Ortho Indy, Goodman uh, Campbell, they're all going to be sending hundreds of people our way to get this type of therapy because insurance doesn't cover it. So that's what the money goes to. Sam Smith's with us. And before I let you go, just a spectacular conversation. And I, I wanted to to also mention this. You're going to have a special guest with you guys coming up on Saturday at the GMR Grand Prix. Um, a little bit about that, too. And, and once again, just another fantastic story of what you're doing and, and trying to help. We're doing that pretty much at every race. But this one, 
is of particular local interest. I got a call maybe three months ago from a friend of mine in the banking industry who said he's on an off, a wounded officer's foundation, and, you know, uh, this Dr. Moody got hurt in the line of duty, and it is exactly what I talked about earlier in this call is that, you know, six weeks of rehabilitation, he's home. They're, they've given no pathway to go back to work. Uh, his wife is, you know, his wife never worked, you know, so she's – He's taking care of three kids, you know, all this stuff. And and uh, I'm like, what the hell? You know, this is a very, very common problem. But this was, uh, you know, this is out there because it's a, it's a you know, Indiana police officer. And so, uh, you know, like we do always, we connect the dots, yeah. call Toyota, call Braunability and uh, Carmel and Winamac. Uh, we got him a van. We got it converted. And we delivered that to him a couple weeks ago. So I'm very, very, very pleased. Uh, to have Doctor, uh, have Officer Moody coming out to the track. Um, uh, uh, yeah, he's coming to the event tomorrow night. Yep. If you want to come see him, he's coming to the track with his entire family on Saturday. Uh, we're going to entertain him, show him the side of his life. But more importantly, afterwards, we are going to dig in and find out what we can do about his rehabilitation. Because I have several officers injured in the line out in Vegas that are back working for the police department. Uh, you know, at the desk level, at the at the 911 level, whatever, they all want to go back to work, and they've given him no pathway to do that. Which to me, uh, you know, just like the VA in the military, is a travesty that this guy was hurt in the line of duty, and there's not a clear pathway for him to go back to work. So that is what we're all about, and uh, and here we are, living example. I'm excited. Uh, you know, at Detroit race uh, after the New 500, we've got several of the kids that were shot in Michigan State a few months ago that were paralyzed by bullets. So everywhere we go, there's there's a public a public example of what we're trying to fix that represents thousands of people right behind them that you don't hear about. Man. And um, Dustin Moody is um, a police officer in Trafalgar, and uh, Dustin, along with his wife and son, will uh, be a special guest go. of yours coming up at the GMR Grand Prix on Saturday out at uh, – IMS. That is Sam Schmidt. You, you are an, you are just a treasure, Sam. A treasure. I uh, appreciate that, but I mean, it's it's uh, you know, speaking brutally honest, I did all of this because I had a six month old and a two and a half year old, and I said, by hell, am I going to like lay there all day and let them see me do nothing? You know, uh, I want to watch them grow up. I wanted to be a productive member of society, and uh, you know, I made sure I was to be that example. But I also had a lot of a lot of gifts and um, the ability to do that, and that's uh, that's not the norm. So we gotta we gotta make this happen for not only you know this people, the VA. We're, we gotta work on some problems there, uh, getting some people rehabilitated back to work. And there's some pretty big challenges. But you know, I, I don't want to say this is all us either. I mean, you know, the van is a partnership uh, of uh, us and Broadability and their foundation. Everybody work together. Uh, the fact that he's coming out on Saturday. You know, Doug Bowles providing the tickets, parking. Uh, we're providing seat pass. We're we're showing them around. So everything we do um, is done with purpose, but it's also done collaboratively. So that's kind of what excites me because everybody gets excited, right? So uh, anyway, nah, uh, I'm telling you, that. I I got no words, and, and I I, I every too. time I have you on, I'm as happy as hell afterwards that I had you on <laughs> because. You, you uh, you bring a great deal of, of vision and goodwill and joy to wherever you are, and uh, 
And we appreciate that, Sam. And tomorrow night should be fun at the Indiana Roof Ballroom. And, and this is much less important, but I always have to bring up that when I grew up and watched you win like 15 grand on pressure luck, that was a noted moment in my life back in the day. So I got to bring that up 18, every time. 18.5, my man. 18.5? Uh, wait a minute. It says I hate, 15K. What? I, I, I hate uh, I hate the <laughs> fact. YouTube. I, I love YouTube, but man, that's a, that's a curse and a and a positive thing in that uh, <laughs> I, I kept for so many years and then about 10 years ago I started getting notes like hey dude I saw you on pressure luck <laughs> it still and, uh, it still rolls all the time I mean you can see it on YouTube right now whatever you want but it still rolls all the time yeah you gotta love that you gotta love the Miami Vice uh, shirt our blazer <laughs> and the Don Johnson haircut and mustache and uh, it was 1983 so just put it all in perspective and uh um, and I paid. I used that money to pay for my MBA. So what was it? I don't know whether. Yeah. Was it all cash, or was there any product in there too? No. Oh, the pressure luck is a lot of cash. Um, I think. I think it was all cash, man. I was, okay. I didn't I know if no you wanted a trip. No Sometimes they have trips yeah. in there too. So. Yeah. No whammies, big bucks. I even got a date out of it. One of the girls that uh, uh, was that I beat on one of the sessions was uh, uh, was you know up for a date afterwards. I said, well, you know. If I win, um, I'll, and I'll pay. If you win, uh, you pay. And so, uh, you know, unfortunately, I didn't go past the first date, but I got pretty lucky there, too, because I got – I've been married mar- – just married 30 years, and uh, she's married 30 years, and she's a saint, for sure. That is outstanding right there. How many whammies did you end up with? Well, that's it. You get three whammies, you're out. But right. a lot of times they say, hey, you know, like, uh, you know, don't raise the money, pass your whammies. They're going to whammy out. You still win, but – I took the opposite approach, man. I, I was going, I was going for big bucks, big bucks, and uh, um, you know it worked for two full days. I won eighteen five, and then uh, the third day I whammied out, you know. But uh, it's uh, kind of like my driving here at Indy, win or die trying, and uh, that's why all three Indy five hundreds I didn't finish. But uh, um, yeah, it's it's all in. We love you being here, and it's uh, yeah. As I mentioned, you're a treasure, Sam. Thanks for all that you do, and so many of those that you help. Continued success, success for uh, Errol McLaren coming up in the month of May as well, and uh, we'll see you out the track. Thank you as always for coming on this show. It's an absolute joy. Well, thank you so much for having us, helping us promote it, and uh, I want to wear some stinky milk. So let's go for it. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Thank you, Sam. Bye.